Welcome to an enlightening podcast from IslamPodcasts.com. We encourage our listeners to please comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please remind your family and friends to also visit IslamPodcasts.com for engaging discussions on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran, Tafsir, Sira, and much more. Assalamualaikum brothers, I hope you're all well, inshallah, and I hope that Ramadan is treating you well as well, especially as we're coming up towards the last, uh, well, we're on the last 10 nights now, so inshallah we can make the best of it. So uh, this talk is a farewell to Ramadan, uh, I know I'm a week bit early, we've got one more week of Ramadan left, so uh, inshallah it's like a pre-farewell I would say about that. Inshallah, uh, I'll just crack over there now, inshallah. Now, Ramadan is truly a gift from Allah, as it opens up the way for his forgiveness during this time. Now, the last 10 days of Ramadan are especially crucial as we should also use this time to increase our efforts for worship and also plan for later Qadr, which will allow us to become closer to Allah. It allows us to reflect on our characters and where we can look deep into ourselves to see where our strengths and weaknesses are. It also allows us to refine our character and paves the way for us to focus on our Akhira and lack of the death. We should take Ramadan as a reminder where Allah reminds us as to how he wants us to be. Now, once Ramadan is over, many of us fall into the trap of where we're finding ourselves getting back into the bad habits. Me, for one, because of smoking, for example. However, we need to constantly ask ourselves, what can we do to maintain the progress we make during Ramadan? And how can we ensure we continue to live by Allah's will throughout the year, and not just for this blessed month? Uh, inshallah, I'll actually go over a few points with you, which will help us become better in our actions and thoughts throughout the year in a positive effect, therefore allowing us to increase our deen. Ramadan gives us the the attention to ensure that our actions are the best for Allah's sake. Now we fast for Allah's sake and only with the purest of intentions, therefore giving us a chance to perfect our ibadat. Ihsan is something which we should all aim to have, i.e. carrying out Allah's commands perfectly. The following hadith sheds more light onto this. On the authority of Abu Yala Shadad bin Aus that the Messenger of Allah said, Verily, Allah has prescribed ihsan, i.e. perfection, in all things. Thus, if you kill, kill well, and if you slaughter, slaughter well. Let each one of you sharpen his blade, and let him spare suffering to the animal he slaughters. Now, brothers, you feel free to interject here, so uh, let's carry on from there, inshallah. Uh, this gives us a focus to perfect ourselves through the studying of the rulings from the Quran and Sunnah, and also being able to implement these to our daily lives. Now, this should be something that we carry throughout the year. Now, Allah has given us rules on all aspects of life, whether it's from an individual level to a societal level, and these rules should be adhered to. We should always aim to continue to seek knowledge in order to be sure that our actions are exactly as Allah wills, as Aqidah of Islam teaches us that every second of our lives is meaningful, and no single action would go unnoticed. Ramadan also gives us a drive to compete with one another in terms of doing good things. Now, this form of competition comes in many forms, i.e. there will be some brothers and sisters who will be the first one to complete the Qur'an, in terms of giving food to a community, helping the elderly and needy, and so on. And this is common across all ages, whether you're young or mature. Therefore, we should always constantly to see, we should always see how far brothers and sisters are, and not all, being in this competitive state, try to do more. Now, this is a good thing, as this allows us to become closer to Allah. And we should always aim to continue competing with one another throughout the year, not only in Ramadan. Now, let me give you some examples of some competitiveness that was shown uh, from the Sahaba. 
Now, Aswad ibn Yazid used to finish a recitation of the Quran within the first two nights of Ramadan. And a typical day of Uthman ibn Affan was fasting in the daytime and prayer and prostration at night. <clears throat> in Surah Al-Baqarah, verse 148, we are reminded by Allah himself to be in this competitive state. To each is a goal to which Allah turns him, then strive together as in a race towards all that is good. Wherever you are, Allah will bring you together, for Allah has power over all things. Now, this is a lesson which we can take with us and carry throughout the whole year, as it allows Muslims to motivate one another in, the, in order to get Allah's rewards and to ensure that we are in good company, which will help us remember the next life and refrain from wasting time, time and obsessing over this world's offerings. Ramadan also helps us practice our patience. Now, whilst fasting, we stop many of our desires. And in order for us to successfully stop our, our desires, is, it requires sabr. And this gives us a realization that we are more than enough of capable of enduring hardship and discomfort. This comes directly from Allah as he aids the believers. In Surah Muhammad, verse 7, O believers, if you help Allah, he will help you and make your feet firm. This level of patience should be applied throughout the year and not only in Ramadan, especially if we are looking to improve our deen. Allah has promised the believers that he will test our iman. Therefore, in Surah Al-Baqarah, he mentions it. And certainly, we shall test you with something of fear, hunger, loss of wealth, lives and fruits, but give glad tidings to us sabirin, the patient ones, who when afflicted with calamity, we will say, inna lillahi wa inna ilayhi raja'un, verily to Allah we belong, and verily to him we shall return. They are those on whom are the salawat, i.e. they are blessed and will be forgiven from their Lord, and they are those who receive his mercy, and it is they who are the guarded ones. Now the key to having the Sabbath throughout our lives is to apply it the same way as we do during Ramadan. It is very natural to feel overwhelmed and hopeless with the burdens that we carry. But a strong Muslim does not allow such feelings to dwell and sway his actions. A strong Muslim is aware that all hardship is from Allah and he does not give us such hardship which we cannot bear. <clears throat> Ramadan also shows us the importance of unity within the Ummah. Now, one of the most amazing results of Ramadan is that you will find all the Muslims doing the same actions for the same things, i.e. ibadat, getting close to Allah, etc. Now, the last 10 days of Ramadan are especially true for all Muslims from all backgrounds, as they will all seek the rewards of Laydul Qadr by praising Allah and getting the rewards of this special night, as the rewards of Laydul Qadr is, be is better than a thousand nights of Ibadat. Now, Ramadan also increases the global solidarity between the brothers and sisters in order, for, in order for us to fully appreciate the mercy of Allah and appreciate his generosity as we reflect how fortunate we are to live with a shelter above our heads have access to clean and fresh water, clean clothes, and so on. Now, we, we usually take this for granted, especially those of us living in the West. Now, unity in the Ummah is something that we should all experience throughout our lives, not just in Ramadan, as it is a command from Allah. This unity stretches across all matters, whether it's social, political, economical, etc. Living in isolation from the rest of the Muslims is not accepted by Allah, as Allah does not accept that we are individualistic in our characters. Neither does he accept any form of nationalism or racism, as this is very clear in Surah Al-Imran, verse 103. And hold together, all together, by the rope which Allah stretches out for you, and be not divided amongst yourselves. Now, brothers, um, feel free to intervene here. I'm going to ask a question. What do you take from this uh, particular extract? I'll read it again in case you guys missed that. And hold fast, all together, by the rope which Allah stretches out for you and be not divided amongst yourselves. As Muslims, we should be aware of the matters that are, that are affecting our Ummah, and this should be a lesson which we carry with us for the rest of our lives. 
Now, a hadith where the Prophet Muhammad sallallahu describes the ummah as one body. Therefore, if one, body, if one part of the body is sick, then the rest of the body will shake with fever. During Ramadan, we must make an extra effort in obeying Allah's commands. Now, Ramadan is more than just about being hungry and thirsty. It is a lifestyle which Muslims should adopt. We should, have the, we should not have the rest of breaking any of the commandments at any time, especially not just in Ramadan. Muslims are tested daily, especially those of us living in non-Muslim lands. And this does not prevent us from carrying out our funds. Um, we should remember that Ramadan is a lifestyle where we have a heightened focus on increasing our taqwa and obeying Allah in every aspect of our lives. Now, once Ramadan is finished, we should aim to continue living in this state and applying all aspects of Islam to our daily lives and not just focusing on the temporary objectives within this dunya, which will not have any sway for success in our next life. We are reminded of this in Surah Al-Imran. <clears throat> Everyone shall taste death. And only on the day of resurrection shall you be paid your wages in full. And whoever is removed away from the fire and admitted to paradise, he indeed is successful. The life of this world is only a deceiving thing. Now, brothers, if our intentions are to please Allah, we will always have the correct guidance and dignity in this life, which will help us become victorious in our next life. Therefore, we should work towards being on a higher level of Jannah. Now, as Ramadan is coming to an end, especially this Ramadan due to coronavirus, we can expect to see two significant things. A, the most obvious one is a month of fasting and ibadah will come to an end. And B, the current lifestyle due to COVID-19 is set to change. Now, as lockdown is easing off now, you know, many public places are going to resume business in some form. Uh, people will start to get together, i.e. mass gatherings due to restrictions getting lifted. This is all, we will see some form of normality now. Now, as many as pretty much a whole nation has been in lockdown for the past two and a half, two, two and a half months, we have seen the, the, their jihad activity stopping. Therefore, one thing that we can expect to see is a lot of jihad actions coming in place. You see a lot of drunkards about, etc. Now, these jihad actions are driven by their desires, and this will be a lot more apparent once lockdown is over. We can also expect to see a lot of manifestation in society, which will be overwhelming for Muslims i.e. secularism, capitalism, etc. Now, you know, which will make it very difficult for Muslims to see clear of. Therefore, Muslims will be faced with an ideological battle, i.e. Islam versus Kufr. Once we are faced with this ideological battle, we need to constantly remind ourselves what the purpose of Ramadan was and why we, why we participated, i.e. to attain the taqwa of Allah. Now, Ramadan also causes Muslims to become very God-conscious. Therefore, we should continue to be God-conscious once Ramadan is over, not just for this particular month. We should continue to have faith in Allah and avoid getting caught in non-Islamic non activities. Now, there are those who have no aims and objectives in this life. Now, these are the people who will definitely get lost once lockdown is over. However, as Muslims, we should not fall into this trap because Islam teaches us what our aims and objectives are in this life. We should emulate from the life and the teaching of Prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi and the Sahaba. Well, what better examples do we have? Now, Prophet, I'm going to leave you with a question to ponder upon, inshallah. Uh, so, as obviously we're coming out of lockdown now, Ramadan is coming to an end. You know, would we continue to be submissive to Allah in this particular state? Throughout the year and throughout our lives? There's something to ponder about, inshallah. Now, as we are in the last 10 days of Ramadan now, let us ask Allah that he makes us stronger in our ability to make Islam the core of our lives and that our mistakes are forgiven. We should aim to continue being in this state throughout the year and implement the Quran and Sunnah to our daily lives. So let us remember that Allah tests those who he loves and we should not have much attachment to this temporary dunya. Rather, we should focus on our akhirah and obtaining Allah's blessings. Just like for your time, brothers. 
uh, feel free to fire any questions into our Thank you for listening to this podcast. Podcasts on current events, Islamic guidance, Quran tafsir, and sirah are available at islampodcasts.com as well as on iTunes. Rate, review, and comment and let us know how we can grow in our knowledge to better serve our community. Please subscribe, share, and tell a friend about islampodcasts.com.